picked off at the 40-yard line. Isaiah Simmons. Simmons down the sideline. Simmons inbounds. Simmons all the way. Got two on at the corners here in the third. And Bregman no. sends one deep to left. It is back and it is gone. A free run poke. Welcome on in. Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a football Friday. And we have a ton to talk about. Presented, of course, by BetMGM. Pam Maldonado joins us later in the show. We'll talk some college football. What a big weekend ahead. But we start in the NFL. We'll kind of circle back to a little baseball yesterday and today. But a lot of NFL. With the game last night, a major trade that happened. I woke up to the news. I saw. I was like, what What happened? We'll get to that. But, Joe, you called it uh, yesterday. You know, we were like, ah, another Thursday night game, low totals, Saints and Cardinals. You're like, yeah, yeah, I got a feeling this one might be entertaining. That was. I mean, there's pick sixes. There's interceptions everywhere. Kyler's screaming at his head coach. We fly over the total. That was an entertaining Thursday night football game with the Cardinals taking it 42-34. Called some stuff. Uh, The props were good as far as just because – we had seen 16 of 20 unders hit. Okay, I guess it's going to be low scoring if you had to go somewhere. But no, that was that was certainly wrong. Certainly wrong. And the Arizona Cardinals, they for the majority of the game, they dominate because of the quarterback on the other side. Uh, but they still did first quarter things. Like if you went against them in the first quarter, they still ended up losing that one. Uh, seven to three. Uh, the props were good because we talked about a Taysom Hill anytime touchdown at plus 190. That hit. Juwan Johnson ended up being a big part of things in the end. It was a bit of a struggle until the very end, but he had 32 receiving yards. He got there, caught all five of his targets. And if, if you played the two touchdowns, 50 to one. I mean, there were some monster things that hit last night. Juwan Johnson, 50 to one for two plus touchdown. Uh, Shahid for a touchdown of the game. It was up to, I saw a 75 to one that was out there. Like we've seen that a few different times. So uh, there was a way to make some money. And uh, at the very end, Andy Dalton found a way to cover the teaser. So there was that a lower total, but a higher scoring game. But uh, he ends up uh, covering the teaser and damn, Aaron, Kyler hates Cliff. Like They won. Oh my Maybe gosh. He screwed over, but he hates him. Telling him to calm down with some other words in there. Oh, I was no. like, wow, how disrespectful. Like, you don't talk to your head coach like that. I'm sorry. I don't care how mad you are. That is just disrespectful. And this coming from the dude who plays video games all the time and doesn't study the <laughs> playbook. Like, no, I would have had words with him immediately about that. But um, also, how about DeAndre Hopkins? Like, this offense has been anemic without him. They really needed him back. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, I guess, refreshing. Somehow I still thought that game was boring, even though there was some scoring. Maybe it's just because I'm not interested in either team right now. <laughs> yeah, here's what I would say about the Cardinals. I'm actually happy they won, so it's easier to fade them moving forward. I still don't like what I'm seeing out of the Cardinals. You got the head coach no. screaming at each no. other. They were outgained yesterday by over 150 yards. I mean, the, the, the Saints had five, almost 500 yards of offense in that game. It was a lot of garbage, but it yeah. was. It was. But yeah. I, I still don't. I look. The winner of this game got to three and four. That was guaranteed yesterday, and they're kind of in it, right? You're, you're three and four. You're alive. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think any of these teams are going to be there at the end when we talk about the playoff picture. I, I really don't. Nope. I, I think yeah. we're talking about two teams that are going to win seven or less games. One got you know, the other one you, last night. You know what it made me feel better about? About the Falcons. Because that opens things up. After yeah. this Bengals game, which they could pull off an upset and win, the schedule is super light. So uh, we should check the updated division odds. Because they're there. They're right there with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I know – Tampa Bay Bucks beat them this year. They were seven to one the other day to win the division. I, the Saints were fourteen to one. Don't you think for right now the Saints are eliminated? That's what happened last night. Yes. They're not going to catch the Bucks. Yes, uh, six to one, Joe. I'm seeing right now six to one on the Falcons. Saints dropped to seventeen to one. Yeah, they should be out yeah. of it. I think yeah. I think they'll fall fall out. Very disappointing, man. Dennis Allen, what is? I mean, that was Andy Dalton. That was the Andy Dalton we know and don't love. Like yeah. uh, back-to-back pick sixes. You know, in yeah. a sense, he had he had six touchdowns in the game. Believe it or not, Listen, he threw the ball up the other six way. times <laughs> when the end zone. Andy did his yeah. job. Yeah. I mean, that's, that Saints team is just. I mean, again, I, I still go back. I was flabbergasted. Peter King has them as the number one team in the NFC. Keyshawn Johnson said they're the team to beat in the NFL. I, don't, I never understood this. Like neither, maybe they're worse than they should be, but like I never got it. The Saints are not a good football team. Falcons six to one that division. The Panthers are fifty to one. Now they were probably fifty to one anyway, but they're only going to get worse because they're dropping like flies out there with trading players. The big news last night, besides the game, and it kind of is the backdrop of Week Seven as we start this thing. Looking forward was the trade last night. I mean, wow, the Forty ers are the ones that trade for Christian McCaffrey, and they gave up a lot. I think the risk in the draft picks is more than the risk of the player. I, I still think there's something left there. And it's interesting with his contract, the way it was structured, he doesn't have much money he's making this year, and he makes a lot the next couple of years, but those are non-guaranteed salaries now because he was traded. So the Niners aren't really on the hook. They're just taking the chance. They get it. They get a year or two out of this guy, and they win something. Aaron, I, I was stunned the 49ers, who can make anyone a good running back, would go and trade all that for Christian McCaffrey last night. Yeah, I mean, he should fit in well. I wonder if he'll we'll see him play um, this week. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but especially for a guy that doesn't always stay healthy either, I was a little surprised by the move. I, a lot of different tentacles to this, okay? Uh, the Panthers won the trade, I think. Now, if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, if they get to the Super Bowl, then you can change your mind on that. But as far as the number of pieces they got, I'm like, okay, what are they going to get for DJ Moore? What are they going to get for for these other pieces on this team? If that's the price in an era where running backs don't matter, and maybe we're maybe we're learning, I, I don't know, Shanahan Lynch could be wrong about this. This could completely blow up in their face. But something I've talked a little bit about this year, it feels like we're going back in time a little bit. We're spending more time as we handicap games talking about defenses talking about impactful running backs. And when McCaffrey's on the field, he is one of those few impactful running backs. So does that matter more? I mean, if you look at the numbers that Wilson has had since he stepped in following the Mitchell injury, it's been pretty bad. It's been really bad. Yeah. And for, for Shanahan's system, that's a big deal to him. He cares about getting that run game right. And I don't think this is a multiple, like with Debo. I think it's just another great weapon that you have. I, I don't look at it and say, oh, well, they have Debo, a gadget guy can, that can do so many different things. Yeah, 
and to have two of them, that's that could be a great thing. As Kittle has been getting healthier, uh, we've seen him pop of late. What they see is yeah. something we've talked about all week. The NFC is a bunch of garbage, and it's there for the taking. The Eagles are the best team, but I don't know by the end of the season that we're going to see them tested and we're going to truly know how good they are. It is there for anybody that wants it. We have no idea what the, what the second-best team in the NFC is right now, so they made their moves. They pushed their chips in. I would not have made that move, but they did, and their, their roster is a lot healthier than I, were, I was expecting them to be for this week. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. They're getting guys back healthy, but can they stay healthy? I mean, this has been one of the most injured rosters in the NFL. They clearly must think that they do have a chance at a championship or they wouldn't have done this last night. But I I just – they have no luck when it comes to injuries and health. So we'll see. Hopefully they'll get guys back and they can actually stay healthy. Yeah, well, in a perfect world, it, it could work. I mean, yeah, if he stays healthy. But he also has missed so much time. I mean, like, that's the risk in this. What, is he going to be available, Christian McCaffrey, in the NFC title game against the Eagles? I don't know. I mean, so he's, he's the last two years, he can't stay on the field. If he's healthy, Joe, I, I think it gives well, him a better chance. Same with Trent him. Williams. Sure, like, that dude can't stay on the field either, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of mm-hmm. reminds me, maybe they looked at what the Rams did last year. The Rams were kind of middling in the middle of the season, and they said, we got a chance. Let's go get Odell Beckham, and let's go get Von Miller. And look, they won the Super Bowl. And in the NFC, I think the Niners are the toughest team for the Eagles to beat. I I thought that before the trade. And now they have Christian McCaffrey on the field, too. Like, that's the matchup I think the Eagles would struggle in the most because that defense could could hold the Eagles down, and maybe McCaffrey makes one play. And the the point you made, Joe, quickly about Debo, there's only one Debo, right? Like, so – if he's in the backfield on a play, guess where he can't be? He can't be lined out wide. Now you can have McCaffrey in the backfield and Debo That's lined out wide. It makes them that much more difficult. I think they get up a lot, but if you tell me in February they're playing the Bills in the Super Bowl, I'm not surprised. What about the other side? I think it's pretty important. First thing, uh, something we've talked about, we are hoping an outside chance with the Broncos because we have massive triple-digit tickets. Broncos' worst record is dead. I think Bears' worst record is dead because it's going to be the Panthers. Like a lot of those have been floating out there. I don't. I think if you're just wasting your money because they are clearly in tank mode. Curious yeah. which quarterback we're going to see moving forward. And then it's been just chaos in Survivor for six weeks. Now you have a team to pick on. Without any question, first thing everybody's going to do is take a look at the Carolina Panthers' opponent because yeah. what they're trotting out is not an NFL roster. And that's how and it's only going to get worse, especially when DJ Moore goes and some of these other pieces that they have. So they got they get Atlanta a couple times here coming up. One of the reasons that we like the Falcons cuz they're probably going to get a couple wins against Carolina. So like that's that's a team that you're going to have to use in one of these next few weeks if you're lucky enough to still be alive in uh, the top 6 to 7% in your pool. You, there's still a seven and a half out there in Atlanta for win total, and they haven't played Carolina once. I mean, that's they're going over. Is Carolina is Carolina posted anywhere? Uh, they I took that four. down. Okay, four. Yeah, I think still the last up? we saw was what four. I haven't seen it this morning. I have not seen it this Dude, morning. They are not getting to four or five. No. So with the no, definitely not. Because I mean, are they getting one more? Two more? Because if you're going to have the survivor conversation, interesting angle. So a lot of people, 
us included. Well, some of us included. Use the Bucks last week. Bucks have Carolina this weekend. If you have not used the Bucks though, and now you have a team to pick on, you could let other people use the Bucks this weekend. Take the Patriots. The Bucks get the Panthers again in like week 16 or 17. Patriots so are going to be the popular pick this week. Don't you think? Right. Yeah. I do. I do. But I guess if you're thinking this thing's going to drag out a little bit longer, and the Bucks are kind of – I mean, I guess there's no way the Bucks lose this weekend. I guess we say that now. Yeah. They're up to 13-point favorites now. <laughs> Let's move to 13. Man. How do they not Woo! cover? I mean, how do they not? They win. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I think people are going to look ahead, wow. Paul, and, and look at that Panther schedule and just, okay, the, I want I want to have as many of these teams available as possible if I get that. So would you still, you personally, would you still take the Pan, the Bucks this, or sorry, the Patriots this weekend? Or would you take the Bucks? Let other people uh, take the Patriots. Man. Maybe a miracle happens in Chicago. It's not going, or against Chicago. If you have both, I would probably still, I'd take New England because I'm not gonna, I don't have another spot to use them. Yeah, this is yeah. a great New England spot. Plus, he's going to yeah. pass George Hallis. I mean, that that whole thing right. is wrapped in there. The, too. the Jets are, has to happen, and the Jets are good, right? For the moment, like you don't want to use New England. Yeah. When would you use New England? Minnesota, Buffalo, Arizona, Vegas, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo. I don't see any spot for them. This yeah, they it. could split with the Jets. Yeah, it's not locks. They, they beat the Jets both times. Um, all right, so that it's a big deal. We had our first big trade in the NFL. Quickly, last big thing last night, we got the Astros go up 2-0 on the Yankees in a close game. Uh, Framber Valdez was amazing. We, we talked about that yesterday, his outs prop. Val, yeah. I mean, he doesn't get talked about, but Verlander Valdez, like, you know, that, that's as good as any two you're going to find in the Major League Baseball playoffs right now. The Astros are up 2-0, and that series looks over. As it heads back to New York, minus seven hundred. That, that's what it is for the series price, minus seven hundred, and I can't argue any of that. Oh, still, how was that over fifteen and a half outs recorded? How is that the number that we got? It was like Valdez is cruising, because of course he is, because that's what he does every game. He's going to give you at least six. Ends up giving you seven last night. Yankees can't stop striking out, and guess what? Yankee fans are crying about the conditions, about the oh, park. Oh, the Judge Homer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Boots, I'm at the wind because the, the, the roof is open. Oh, open, the, yeah. The Yankees play in a little league field. What are we talking about? <laughs> Half their home runs aren't real home runs in that stadium. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing uh, for the whining. They just can't beat the Astros. I mean, that's, that's the Yankees. They haven't been beat the Astros for five years. It's a 2-0 Astros. They're in command of that series. We get game three in the NLCS tonight. On the other side, Ooh. we start talking NFL week seven we got a lot of games to get into. We'll get through them all. Picks, prop sides, everything for all the games starts next right here on the Beck You All Network.